Okay, so it started. Alright, so this is our first podcast. Yes, it is. Uh, what, are we going to say our first names on this? Yes, I think we decided just <clears throat> to. Okay, so I'm John. This is Jake, which is really weird. My dog's in the room, and we have my guest. Well, hold on. Milo is... He's he part is of part this. of it. He actually he, does have a Tumblr. spot on the Tumblr. He does watch movies with us, kind of, when he's not sleeping. As long as there's animals in there, for the most part. Um, so, <laughs> we have no equipment, first of all, so this is be- being recorded very roughly. Some bullshit. We'll get to the guests <laughs> soon. We have beers, the computers are going, um... That's what you need for a podcast. Let's get to our guests. We have Layla, who, uh, you want to say hi? Hi. I see the levels that are just not loud enough, but that's fine. Hi. Okay. And we have my buddy from New York... Right. What up, what up, what up, what up? So, right in the house. welcome, Son. everybody. The first thing I want to talk about, before we get to everything, is news. News. Uh, we don't have a news theme, we're going to get to one. News team, five! So, what I imagine for this news segment would be talking about things that I'm excited to see, slash news-related objects, as things are falling around. So I saw the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer. Word up, son. You seen it? I did see it. What do you think... Don't worry, it's just a mask. What? <laughs> Other than the mask, <laughs> what do we think about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Megan Fox. <laughs> Pleasantly surprised. That's my, that's my description. I was, I'm not mad at it. I'm honestly excited. Mm-hmm. I was nervous. I was what? nervous. Like I saw you post it on Facebook, and I got a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. Well, what were you? What were you nervous about? I was like, a, I didn't realize it was in the works. Okay. I didn't. I mean, I was probably should have got. Okay. You should have gave me a memo. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I, I honestly, I mean, I, I wasn't aware of it existing, and then I it saw exists. it, and I was like, I really am worried because like, it gave me like zero time to digest what the uh, what the turtles were gonna look like. There were, and I see with that, there was a, see, because you weren't following it, but for everyone that was following it online, there was, like, leaks going on. And, like, the tatted up turtles and... There was, like, turtle... We can't confirm that yet, though, because they weren't shown all the yeah. way in the trailer. I did see the surf necklace on What's-His-Face. Right. There was that. Some of them, like, I think it was Donatello has a sleeve tattoo in some really? of the posters. Straight up. It's <laughs> like Tsunami Bomb, like, pretty, straight up douchebag. That's like, where we're going with this. this. <laughs> and, like, pictures of, like, Halloween costumes came out, and they were like, this is what the character's gonna look like. And they were literally just, like, pretty much just bro turtles. So just Teenage Mutant Bro Turtles is probably where we're going with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Megan Fox thrown in there. Which, I mean, is the quite the addition to any bro set, is additional yeah. Megan Fox. Like, I mean, she's the reason Transformers was such a hit. It was just, it was solely Megan Fox. I mean, that's... Am I the only one on that? I feel <laughs> like you're reading off of someone else's review. Um, not at all. Jake has his laptop open, I just, so I'm just worried. I'm just... just uh, he's just looking at pictures of Megan Fox. He's, <laughs> okay. he's, got, he's got, like, potential nudes, slash, like, you know, just, like, the edits that they put people's faces on. The trailer like, also has the perfect Michael Bay signature of ridiculous lens flare. And, what, like, what's weird is unrealistic, like, building collapses. Uh, it was just very strange. I mean, if we're gonna talk about what's realistic... These are turtles. <laughs> well, right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
Which is, that's where the fall city is. is we all know turtles don't get to teenage years. They usually <laughs> die at, like, ten. Yeah. No. They live forever, don't they? I mean, sea turtles, tortoises. To- ah, okay. Okay. See, uh, teenage Mutant Ninja Tortoises doesn't have the same ring to it. It really doesn't. Um, Layla has nothing to say about it. Doesn't give a shit. I'm I was just one. looking it up on IMDb, because I forgot... Watch what I saw in the trailer, so... I feel like, it's, I feel like there should be a segment on this podcast that is just like, and Layla, stop paying attention. <laughs> We're gonna have an alarm go off. <laughs> Layla! <laughs> Layla's not paying attention. <laughs> We're gonna get that. Yeah. But I'm right here, like, in the mix. I'm, I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> Transcendence is also gonna be... Jumping <laughs> Really good. Good. We all we all just saw Grand Budapest Hotel, which is going to be um, our spoiler-heavy topic of the day, <laughs> which we'll get to later. But the Transcendence trailer really blew my mind. Yeah, it but, is Transcendence. Wow, it's like the trailer just played. Yes. But um, <laughs> I'm a little concerned because uh, if you've seen the trailer, the dirt starts like forming into like digital robotic. It's it looks well, interesting. Like, it's like yeah. some, but, it's, but it also looks like something crumbled into it and then became like he's doing the same thing with flesh. If you saw like he was like he's fixing somebody, flesh. he was fixing somebody. But and how do you like, do that as, as like being a computer program? Is it fair to assume? But it's not a computer program. He's like he's created like his brain's like in the system. Yeah, yeah. and then he fucking manifests back. Are we cursing on this? I yeah. I you, you, stop you approved of cussing. On my way down, you approved. So he fucking dies. <laughs> But in the trailer, they show him again, reanimated. So yeah. does he like make? He's, but that's what he, I think they, they allude to is in that like trailer is like he's like he's like I'm fixing him, and like he's like so he's gonna fix person. himself, and he's, he's making a dead army like a zombie. Because I saw that too. Yeah. If you picked up on that, with all the people fucking yeah. coming, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep the f word now. <laughs> you can just you can swap it out for like. Like Frickin'. dropouts or something like that, like in, like in the edit, you can come up with like a certain. So maybe by the time you're listening to this, like a Milo! there is no more F word in there. <laughs> it's like <laughs> every time there's like yeah, it's like Milo. <laughs> it's a curse replacer. There's gonna be like eighty Milos per podcast. That's fine. Uh, People won't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was uninterested in this trailer. I'm oh, know. I love Johnny Depp, but but um, you were just genuinely. I didn't like him in this. How did Johnny Depp? Also so, you, but you liked him in uh, Lone Ranger, though, didn't you? I didn't. No, I did not watch Lone Ranger. <laughs> I did see Lone Ranger. <laughs> oh, it was awful. Yeah, what? I saw the pre. The, uh, yeah, I saw the trailer, and I didn't want to watch that. I what? saw it in theaters. <laughs> um, it's free. What were you asking before? You were about to ask something? We were, we were talking about <clears throat> another Johnny Depp movie that was pointing something out. Not Twister. It was something you had in your hand at this place we were before McKay's. I, I had a Johnny Depp movie? There was something I had, I had Blow. That, oh, Blow. I Blow. Oh, I've, yeah, yeah. I've never seen Blow. You haven't? It's good. Really? You've yeah, never seen Blow? Badass. Don't spoil it for me. I mean, that's, Don't not, spoiler the, that's not the point of this podcast. <laughs> you can't ask me not all. to spoil it. On our podcast. I'm just kidding. I feel, like that I feel like we should have talked about what our aim is with the podcast slash podcast. I feel like now you need to. Yeah. So this is a perfect way to transition to Segway. <laughs> segway. So, well, to make it an official segue, I'm going to say, speaking of titles... There you go. Okay. 
Okay, anyways. Really good and yeah, this is a, now the segue, the segue is turned into a speed bump. Speaking of spoilers, you guys <clears throat> There you Okay. Well, damn it. Speaking of spoilers, heavy title is the name of the podcast, so... Anyways, we're going to talk about movies. We don't care about spoiling anything. If you care about spoilers, you probably shouldn't be listening. Because we're going to talk about movies, assuming you've seen it all. And hopefully we'll break some hearts. I guess, but don't worry, you have to like, I don't like, I'm not going to be here every week, but like you have to like, I'll probably be listening Skype. and becoming a person. There's Skype. There's Skype, there's a thing. But like, you also have to like, consider, take into consideration, like, you're like, the title of it is going to be the spoiler. Like, you can't spoil other movies for people that haven't seen them. You know, because like, the idea is that you're spoiling one movie. Mm-hmm. That yeah. And you're talking like, exactly. in depth about like, you know, like Grand Budapest and yes. everyone dies in the end. I'm kidding. Like just kind of. We didn't even play the music yet, so you yeah. can't spoil it. No. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. There's a. That cute. was a fake spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fake spoiler. It's like. Wah, wah. Yeah, but yeah, it's assuming that it's like. Oh, I see what like, you're saying. I can't like I can't spoil Blow for everybody because today the spoiler heavy movie is not Grand Budapest. Yeah, because no one really wants. Like, That's a spoiler for the podcast. We're gonna spoil Grand Budapest. Budapest. Podcast spoiled. Podcast spoiled. You can turn it <laughs> off now. Listen to next week's sample. Yes. And see if we like that. Alright. Blow. What were we talking... Okay. What? I got on the subject because it was another Johnny Depp movie. And I saw it in his pile of DVDs we were getting from McKay's. And I was We'll talk about McKay's because I think it's A fun out. fact about... But I don't want... But then that's a spoiler too. I don't want to spoil it. I have like a spoiler... A spoiler sense going on that we're going to talk about McKay's. <laughs> um... I also want to talk about one movie that I've been watching out for, Captain America Winter Solstice. Ah, and that was supposed to be free today. It was free. It was free at Fort Campbell for all soldiers and active duty. Straight up. But instead instead we we spent money to go see a Wes Anderson film, because that's just the kind of guys we are. Not only because Ryan was visiting. Would I have been able to go in for I think so. We would have pulled some strings. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> is anybody here else excited about Marvel? Should I cut my hair like two more inches and not yet? But is operator. Marvel still relevant? I think so. Operator, thanks. <laughs> In the field. What were you saying? Is Marvel still relevant? Are you excited for Marvel movies? Ah, uh, not as much as I used to be. Yeah, really? I'd agree. I mean, well, with the height of Captain America, Guardians of the Galaxy, we'll just mix both these topics in together, too, for... Gal- like, Guardians of the Galaxy I'm kind of interested in. Because you think it's going to be Parks and Recreation in space. Kind of not really <laughs> at all. Andy Dwyer. Yeah, Andy Dwyer, but like... <laughs> Aubrey Plaza is going to do a Vin cameo. Diesel. <laughs> Isn't that Vin Diesel, that re- root dude? No. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, he is. Like, no, you're an idiot, idiot Ryan. Don't you're dumb. dumb. You're you're movie. Yeah, he's, uh, he got Diesel in it, and he's a troll. But like, I don't know, it's supposed to, it, looks, it just looks entertaining, like, as a whole. But like, I just, I just feel like Marvel is like, just like, capitalized on like, you know, just being the cornerstone of film at the moment. Or like, action movies, like, fun movies to go see. There's no like, Why? I'm sorry. Don't. Sorry. I'm just, trying to listen and you're. Oh, go ahead. Um, that's what did you say? They were the cornerstone <laughs> of what? They're just like they're taking over. They're taking over, and you're not happy. All action. You're not happy with that. I'm not because then it's like because these are characters like we grew up with. We, we've grown up with these characters. They're not new <laughs> characters. They're not like it's like, you know like when they introduced Jason Bourne for the first time. Jason Bourne's a fun like like Bourne movies are fun. It's cool. Like you know Matt Damon's a cool character. But then like once you get to Bourne like the new Bourne movies like Ultimatum, they're still like yeah okay but you know. 
So you feel like they're overstaying? It just, I, I feel like the characters, like, of the Marvel Universe, there's so many of them, I just feel like it's just, like, they're just... It's too much. I kind of agree because I think they're making too many remakes. Remake upon remake. Like, how many times have they done Hulk? That's, like, that's what I mean. Like, that's a little unfair. Spider-Man. Okay. They're doing another okay, Spider-Man. Spider well, but those are not remakes. And then they're going to do another Batman. <laughs> that's, not a, no, that's not a remake. I don't I think, know. I think I we had an unbiased that. opinion, though, like Layla. Because I think John is a little bit... <laughs> I'm spreading. a little fanboy. Yeah. <laughs> a little fanboy. Most definitely. But to say that the Hulk remake wasn't necessary is a little... Well, Edward Norton. You're talking about Edward Norton's version. Right. His was over was my Eric Manners. Yeah, but then which they, I believe every I think it's a it's a consensus across America that Edward. Everyone Norton. was like, uh, uh, you know, we're gonna skip. We're gonna I know, but the gaps between the remakes of each or whatever you want to call it, if it's not a remake, it keeps it getting shorter and shorter, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, so wait, we're gonna, gonna yeah. make it so, again. Oh, so it's like the making, Apple syndrome. But they're making they so much money off one. each one. Yeah, so like making... every year, I'm gonna have to get a new iPhone and the new Marvel movie. Like, or else before I'm not they relevant. do the third, like, Mockingjay, they're probably gonna do another Hunger Games remake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I that was really extreme. I think, like, yeah, in, like, two I'm years, just... we'll see more Harry Potter movies. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you've <laughs> seen Daniel Radcliffe. Now see whoever the relevant... Yeah, that's what I mean. Is. Yeah. It's gonna be Harry Styles as Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a weird coincidence that I was not planning on at all. I swear to God. I was thinking One Direction too. Let's let's get off. Let's let's take a different direction. <laughs> go back to Marvel. Well, there's only one direction that we go here. Um, what do you guys think about Chris Evans? Just a little. That's kind of like a segue. Taking a break from acting. I think that's just not another teen movie. I think everybody's... Do- it's like a trend, though, that I see with a lot of actors and actresses. I can't think of their names right now. Ryan Gosling. He took a break. Just taking hiatus from acting. Mm-hmm. Well, Ryan Gosling took a, like a, like a hiatus and just sort of saving people on the streets, like pulling them away from the Okay, car well, good. Yeah. So he's obviously going well, the vigilante way. he's directing a movie. He's, he's, being like a, he's being a superhero. He's I, making his own movie behind the scenes, though. He's I, not acting in it. I guess the headline would be like... I think. Acting hiatus? Publicity? Or real necessity. Yeah, and then you have J Law. Oh yeah, that's who's, right. She's announced it. We'll see if she does that or not. Who? Jennifer Lawrence. Or Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, we're not going to use jargon here. No, I'm sorry. We're going to call her. Jennifer. I'm sorry, Jennifer um, Lawrence. Not hip. I'm hip to be a square. <laughs> I'm not hip on the jive. What do you What do you guys think of that? <laughs> what do you guys think of people? I think I, I think they make so much money that they can't afford to yeah. take breaks. And I think you know, like they get that pile of money, they square it, you know, square it away, and they can afford to work on not having to do every single dumb movie and oversensitizing yourself to that one actress or actor. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Jen- I've, if, I haven't heard anything about the Jennifer Lawrence stuff, but, like, it, if, if, if an actor isn't saying they're taking a break and you don't see him for a couple of years, you start thinking, like, oh, where's this actor been? Like, mm-hmm. I haven't seen this person. Oh, my God. And then they come back, like, five years later and they're like... Oh, 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 they're 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 back in acting. Uh, oh, uh, I think they were making it for so long. <laughs> like publicity I mean? kind of thing. No, like it's the, the pendulum swings the other way, and everyone like instead of like everyone's being like he's working and he's in everything, everyone's like, well, I guess he can't afford, he can't get a job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, I think they're just saying that as a way of being like, well, I'm not going to be doing things for like the next year, so you won't see me for another like, like three, ha, or four years. I have proof that well, I planned this. Well, here's a movie. Yeah. Like, um, I just saw, I just watched, I rewatched Thin Red Line. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Red, what? The Thin Red Line by Terrence Malick. It's like a war movie. 
But he, the movie before that that he filmed, it was like a he was on a twenty year, a twenty year, <laughs> yeah, yeah, two decades, right? That's twenty years. Yeah. Welcome to Math Heavy. Um, <laughs> it was a two decade stretch where he hadn't directed a film, and now that's the movie. That's like one of the taglines to the Thin Red Line. Mm-hmm. It broke two decades of silence from Terrence Malick. Is that going to be the next like when Chris Evans come back, comes back? It's been a five-year hiatus since my dog beats my face. Like, is that going to be, like, the new thing, the new trend a couple years from now, where, like, all these people are just coming back? That's what I think. <laughs> well, if everybody, be, everybody keeps doing that, we're going to need a lot more actors. So. Well, see, the thing is, like, it's just, like, it makes, I think it really comes down to, like, they're not going to, like, just come back, like, you know, after, like, five years and just be like, oh, yeah. It, it's just kind of what happens with actors and actresses. They, like, they work for, like, two or three years. They like come out with like like five movies, or five or six movies from that because mm-hmm. they're like working on so many different projects at once, and then they come out over that span of like you know because a movie come, takes like two or three years to come out after it's done filming, so it's like even I, if they already even take that's a break, getting like faster. Yeah, I think. I th- well, yeah, it's I don't know, it's just like the attention span of people, like it needs to be quantified into the ideas. Like, ah, yeah, it's Layla will be right back. Sorry. <laughs> Taking the dog out for a walk. I mean, like, you can even notice um, Matthew McConaughey in The Wolf of Wall Street. Like, the way he looked, he was already either preparing or finished, just finished um, Dallas Buyers Club. Like, cause just his size. He just looks creepy. Yeah. It's just creepy, skinny Matthew McConaughey. Well, weirdly skinny. I wouldn't say weirdly skinny because I want to say, like, weirdly skinny for me is, like, The Machinist. That's that wasn't really the some, was that not the Christian same level as Dallas Buyers Club though? Uh, no, I, I'm not gonna go that far because Christian Bale was literally he was almost dead. <laughs> he, he was almost it was dead. gross. It was it was pretty pretty gnarly. On the opposite side of that though, I saw an actor today that was extremely buff coming out in a movie that I think is just absolutely ridiculous and unnecessary. Hercules. Ah, Hercules. Dwayne the Rock Johnson the Rock. as the mythical was he a god? He's a he's a demigod, I think. Something along those lines. A demigod. Right? Okay. What is I don't know what that means. Demigod like is like a, a they're human, not gods. Human god. Yeah. What do you guys think of this movie? I thought it was a blatant ripoff. I mean the the font of Hercules at the end looks Really familiar to 300. Yeah. Energy with the theater yeah. say 300. It looked like 300 to it's me. Like, I am Hercules was like a rip. I, I I see what you mean. What was what was really like a reach for me was how they airbrushed out his tattoo. Yeah, his I didn't even think I, about I looked that. for that because if you look, I didn't in, even in think a few about of the that. scenes. Like you see him have like this armor. This, yeah, his shoulder armor. Yeah. yeah, and so I don't know if that was gonna be throughout the whole thing. Um, that's probably that's probably like good because that'd make it a lot easier. Yeah, so they all And Layla's back. Come on. And Milo is back in my face. Or or you can just uh go to the tattoo parlor and be like, Oh hey, I'm gonna go get a tattoo and then come back and you know we're airbrushing. He has an excuse now. Right, it would be I mean celebrities can do that. They can afford such things. Where they Such what? I don't even know what you're talking about. They they can just get tattoos off and on. I was saying like in the movie. Oh, like I feel stupid. In the plot, just be like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna go get a tattoo and then he comes back and I feel dumb now. Now Hercules because I was has, not on the same page. Now Hercules has a giant travel yeah. tattoo from yeah. like the. We're talking about Hercules. <laughs> like a Greek god. He has, started it. Greek god has a I, like a 
Pacific Islander, <laughs> like Samoan <laughs> traditional tattoo. Good boy. Okay. Milo is is now officially. Do you, do you think that in the movie Hercules? Jeez. Our yeah. technical difficulties here. Sorry. Do you think in the movie Hercules you'll you'll hear him say if you smell what Hercules is cooking? <laughs> <laughs> if he does, and I in fact see this movie, I will flip. I will just flip out. It'll be yeah. almost equivalent to me hearing Optimus Prime go Autobots roll out in Transformers One. Do you think so? Sorry, I'm yawning. Uh, the Rock has reached a pinnacle of. Like, you just made everybody else listening to this. Yawn. The two other people, like my mom and my dad, yawn. <laughs> Go. Apologies. Sorry, mama and daddy. Mama and daddy. But The Rock has reached a point in his career where I stopped associating him with wrestling. Yeah. Oh, a long time ago. From yeah, I mean, like a little bit. ago. When was the last time he did wrestling? Well, he, well, he does back. WrestleMania like every other year. Like, does he? Yeah. Like, he just comes back, he's like, I'm going to come to WrestleMania. I've just smelled a lot of the I'll admit, <laughs> I don't watch wrestling. I'm not a fan. <clears throat> I got the... Yeah. Welcome to Wrestle Heavy. <laughs> Do you have I, anything to say about Hercules? Yeah. Or Dwayne? Can I call him Dwayne? Because this is like an official podcast. Well, I feel now. like we're not on that level, but why not? Mr. Johnson. Remember when. <laughs> Please call, call me Dwayne. <laughs> Please call him Dwayne. <laughs> Remember when you whispered to me in the theater that it was trying to be like 300? Oh, yes. That's see? what we were just talking about. That's what so I you weren't thought. lying? I, I see that, but I, I don't know. I, I like him. And so I think it's. Well, actually, no, I don't like him because the Scorpion King. You didn't like the Scorpion no. King? No. <laughs> I, I was For trailer. everyone listening, <laughs> as she said she liked him, everyone's face kind of just blew up, and that was a change in emotion. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's, I mean, obviously, that's why we're here, if you have different opinions. Like I mean, I'm not thing. just, I'm not, okay, you know what, I don't know why I like it. I think I just like his actor personality, but I can't say that about his movie. You can say he's hot. Cause, no, he's not hot. But oh, no, he's, he's attractive. He's got a very <laughs> symmetrical face, which he is does. what they look for in, in beauty qualities in judging men. Yeah. I don't know. He's an older guy. I'm not really attracted. But anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. When I watched the trailer, I would. I was saying to myself that I would watch that. So. I watched that, like, I'd hit that. Like, like, no. Is that, yeah, that's the new thing that they say now. I watched that. Um, I mean, that's all I'm looking forward to in, in news-related stuff. What about you guys? Any news that you know of that you want to talk about right now? Next time we'll have a script, maybe? Yeah, just maybe, like... Any news, you're saying? Anything. Screw it. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a movie-themed podcast. Whatever is so new to you... <laughs> I'll talk about it and um, make it movie related. There's a bump that's on my hip that I'm like worried about. Like speaking of bumps, I just watched bumper turbo cars. That's not a thing. okay. We'll, we'll that's work not on a that. Thing. That's okay. We'll work on that. Don't work. Yeah. Not up in here. <laughs> well, that wraps up the news. <laughs> So we got a bunch of Let's those movies coming out. Let's bump that topic and move on. Let's. That's what we should. We do. are going to move on <laughs> to our next brand new segment. That's called "What's in the Box." Uh, what's in the box? Uh, what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank Brad Pitt. He actually came over. 
recorded that. I must have missed him. With uh, Yeah, you weren't here. Okay. You were uh, doing other productive stuff. This segment's called What's in the Box, where uh, we have our guests bring something, and we all bring something uh, hidden to each other, and we're going to share them. Movie-related or not, I hope they are more movie-related so it doesn't go like <laughs> the last bit of news. Um, I guess I'll start, and I'll tell you what I brought with me in my quote-unquote box. I didn't really bring a box because we were all kind of shopping today. But I'll, I'll share something with you guys. I bought this. This is a Blu-ray of uh, Batman The Dark Knight Returns, the deluxe edition. Ooh. Which is... Uh, uh, yeah, go, oh. go after yourself. This is a, um, it's based on the graphic novel, The Dark Knight Returns, which, uh, if you ever read it, it's what everyone's speculating. It's the bullshit. New... It's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit? <laughs> well, everyone's expecting the new Batman Superman movie to be about, based off of this, because Batman and Superman have a little, uh, scuffle. The lover's tw- uh, spat? It's sm- lover's it's scuffle? Sm- it smells like, uh, Ben Affleck. Mm. When you smell oh, it. Oh boy. So he's already got that for me going on there. Yeah. I had this on DVD, but uh, I, I'm, I'm getting Batman Year One on Blu-ray, so yeah. I decided to get this on Blu-ray as well. There you go. I have a bonus thing in the box. What's the bonus thing in the box? I'm dying to see this. I bought oh. Twister. I bought Twister. Two ninety-five. We went to McKay's, by the way. So we were at McKay's, Nashville, Tennessee. We, that was the spoiler. We had spoiler! <laughs> spoiler! Spoiler! spoiler. Can I get a... I'm going to get a drop of that after this. We're going to put that in there. So I got Twister for two ninety five. Helen Hunt and the late uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, one of his best characters in this. He plays one of the uh, storm trackers with her. But this is the best movie if you ever want to see what Pepsi cans can do as far as <laughs> weather predictions and tornado tracking. So that's, that's why... Cow. What? I think that's the same cow. Uh, that's the only scene I remember. You <laughs> just quoted the, the movie. <laughs> I need to watch this. I haven't watched it in a minute. I remember I used to love that movie. I watched it all the time when I was like 12. Just when you were 12? When I was 12. That's bullshit. But it's not. Aren't you still 12? Nah, and, like 13 now. And we're going to move on. So that's what I have in the box. That's what's in the box, Kevin Spacey. Oh. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> that's what that's from, by the way. It's Wait. from Seven. The movie Seven. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box would be What's the spoiler. The well, the, what, what is in the box, though? Cupcakes. Is, uh, yeah. If you watch the movie. Yeah. Tune into next week, though. We're going to spoil seven. <laughs> Jake, what's in your box? Um, The movie <laughs> Warriors. <laughs> Come out and play. This is uh, based on a video <laughs> game. Warriors! <laughs> Come out. This is based on a video game they made for... <laughs> it's not. <laughs> wow, this is the most... Technical difficulties again. This is the most uninformed podcast. Oh, yeah? But go ahead. Please. Uh, so it was based on the video game. From the best of my knowledge, this was based on the PlayStation 2 video game. Classic. As you might have been able to tell, I haven't actually seen this. No. Um, it's actually a pretty decent movie. I haven't seen it in a while, so I bought it. Um, let me, and I'm going let me to throw this out there. Go ahead. I've never seen The Warriors. You've never seen it? How'd you know the... I've seen that because, I mean, it's pop culture. Okay. We also saw, like, probably, we grew up with, like, I Love the 80s and all that stuff. Uh, I, like, I Love the 80s, which just falsely implants memories into your brain. Like, I was aware you think of that, that you lived in the 80s. Exactly. 
we were born in the 80s, is that not enough? You were not. I was. Don't say we. Don't say we. You're a little you. bit too young. Okay, one, yeah, I was born in the 90s. Do you have anything else go. in the box? Um, you can have multiple things in the box. I didn't know that. Whatever else is in the box. I, I don't know. <laughs> Screw it. I bought two things, right? Uh, let's see. We don't know uh, what's in the box in seven. Was there one object or more? I don't know. We can <laughs> find out next week. I, we're not going to watch. My box, is, my box is empty. Perfect. Outside our studio audience. <laughs> studio audience. Once you guys rock, paper, scissors to see who's going to go show their box first is between the guests. Wait, wait, come on, come on. Best out of one. Rock, <laughs> paper, scissors, shit. Oh. You fucking says you... Ryan, you take it. What's in your box, Ryan? <laughs> I just, I do says. No, I got no movies. I'm sorry. Uh, I got like a bunch What's of... What's in your box, though? Just just give us something. You got, you got a box there. What's in the box? I got Dave Eggers, um... One of his novels, Dave Eggers, if you ever read Dave Eggers, is awesome. He did, like, the screenplay. Actually, movie, Oh, it's movie-related. Movie Here we related. go. He actually did the screenplay for Away We Go, and the he helped translate uh, Where the Wild Things Are. Hmm. No. Yeah, because he, uh, he actually... With Spike he, Jones? Yeah, he did He did a book way back when it was Wild Things, and it was, like, a, his version David of what he, Eggers. like, thought, like... Away We Go, John Krasinski? And yeah. my, uh, uh, Rudolph. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? I, I saw that at Rick McKay's. That's like one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a great. You movie. have a poster of it in your room. Yeah, uh, well, I got it because I used to work in a movie theater. Okay. <laughs> so you know you. Well, brought that's a why guest. we. That's why we took you on the, as a guest. It's, as a, uh, a ex projectionist over here. I thought you were going to say expert projectionist, but that's no. Fine. Yeah, it's not really an expert. I got what I got the uh, from Dave Eggers is a heartbreaking work of a staggering genius. Wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I got a bunch of CDs. Some hipster knowledge. <laughs> just plug uh, some. Just plug. Give, give us a lightning round plug. Broken social scene. Got Clap it. your hands. Say yeah. Awesome. Uh, don't even know these two. Okay. Joanna Newsome. You bought CDs you don't know. Love <laughs> it. They, were, they were like a dollar there, dude. We're Why not? plugging McKay's awesome. in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> and then I got a freaking awesome uh, like coffee table book. Instrument. The best coffee table book. It's if I had a coffee table book heavy podcast. Photographs <laughs> by... Uh, this is what I talk about. It's a Pat Graham... Can you give us like a sec- like a you're reading a second grade class just a quick oh okay just um, a quick picture to show us what's in there displaying like a you know preschool just like it's like all right so here we have um, some instruments from some great New York based uh, and uh, a bunch of musicians from that based area here's here's James, um, Mercer. James Mercer from the from the shins the shins knees um, and toes yep and here you go <laughs> yes I don't know why I said that. <laughs> A lot of wear on these guitars. Some blood. Here's a resonator. That's always good. Justin Vernon. Hey, speed this up. Oh, I've seen that guitar, though. I do He's like resonator. that. Yeah, hey, speed this up. Speed it up. Speed it up. We got some, we got some stickers and uh, <laughs> close-up of it's some... It's not movie-related, yeah. to be honest. It's awesome. No, but this is like, yeah, I was like really... Instrument, obviously, the the uh, the, the title is referring to a Fugazi song. Fugazi. 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 It's a Fugazi. Uh, we're quoting movies because <laughs> it's a movie podcast. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing what's in the box. What's <laughs> in my box for my kids. And last but not least, Layla. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? I'm going to be really <laughs> anti-climatic because I didn't buy anything from McKay's. What's in the box? Disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I just, uh, I have something in the box. <laughs> wow! Oh, okay. If you have kids, put them away. Oh. I'm gonna sleep. We're gonna see what's in the box. Layla, what's in your box? <laughs> I brought Daenerys Targaryen. 
I just took her out the of the vinyl book. pop. The vinyl pop. <laughs> hey, this is relevant somewhat. Yeah, it's kind of like a it's movie. It's not a movie. It's not a movie. I can't make this movie related. What is coming up? She was in a. She's in a trailer. She was in a trailer for Bring It Back. Come on, Oh, what's this bit? Jude Law. Jude Law. Dom Hemingway. Jude Law, as you've never seen him before. Oh, that's the only thing I remember from that trailer. And his wicked awesome like shop. Oh yeah, mustache. I can I can make this movie related though because uh, for those who don't know, because you've been living in a rock without internet. Um, Game of Thrones is the show that HBO? Daenerys Targaryen. Targaryen is in. <laughs> I'm having a stroke Barbie right now. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. You guys are loving it's it. It's premiering. Season four is premiering in. April. Okay, we're not playing the April show. 8th. I'm making it movie April related. 8th. Oh, this is we are playing the show. April six. Why am I saying April six? April six. Well, you April guys hear six. George Martin? George Martin, yeah. Yeah. He's saying the last season might be a movie. Oh. The way he's gonna wrap up the show is with a big budget movie. That'd, That'd be, be interesting. Pretty pretty badass. I would go see it. So would I. That would be no question. Mm-hmm. So that's in the box? That's in the box! What's in the box? <laughs> that's in the box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that that was in the box though, because it, it was kind of movie related. It's in the box. Are you wearing your like like she would wear? The dragons? <laughs> she's yeah. got she's got one of the dragons. The other two are too big for her to Layla, control. Layla has the tar- Targaryen on her shoulder. Yeah, she's like a she's like my little dragon. She looks what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Really? Okay, what the Milo? Fine. What the Milo? What's in the box? <laughs> Just bleeping out with hey, So that was our segment for What's in the Box. I think no one else has anything else to share. You guys want to listen to the theme song again? Yeah. Uh, what's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> I like this thing, though. Uh, what's in the box? <laughs> I like that. I like how, how much reverb you added to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like an echo. Like, I want a little sicker. <laughs> well, by the time that the people are listening to this at home, it's going to be post-processed. Maybe not that one, so they can it, hear what it sounds like in the It room. sounds a little bit like it's gonna be more processed. hopeless, because it's like, oh, what's in the mind? <laughs> well, for, for, for when, when Brad Pitt came, I told him the premise, <laughs> Yeah, and he seemed really excited to know what would be in boxes. And he wanted to, he wanted to <laughs> tailor it. Yeah. yeah to right, exactly, too. Oh, well, you know, what's, what's going to be in the box? Is it going to be, like, a, a can of spinach, and I could, like, Popeye it? And I was like, ah, oh, Brad, you know what? Just just leave it to us. I'll tweet you. I said, I'll tweet you. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I didn't get I that. said, I'll tweet you. I, I just saw Wolf of Wall Street, so I was thinking about that. And I said, um, I'll, oh. I'll, tweet you, I'll tweet you what's in the box. I'm not going to tweet him, though. But uh, I want to thank Brad Pitt again for that little segment right there. That's it for the two segments. So I think we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to spoil the movie of the week. Movie of the week. Which is what we just saw today. We saw Grand Budapest <laughs> Hotel. So stick around. I don't know what's going to be playing right now after this because I'm not going to edit it yet. So <laughs> we're it winging it. could we're, be we're some kind of a right fake now. commercial promoting some other podcast. Or it might be me talking about this podcast still, which I could do right now. But we'll find out. So we'll be right back after this break. Hey! Whoa! It's John and Jake. Wow. Anyways, okay, what? What Yep. Um, This is the break. We don't have anybody to plug yet. Yet. But we'll plug them next week with our next podcast. Keep listening to this one because you want to hear the 
what we're going to spoil, right? Yep. That's Spoiler is the good. best part of spoiler heavy. That's that's why I put it in the title. Indeed. So stick around, and hopefully next time we'll get you some sweet deals on some sweet stuff. Heck yeah. Okay, we're back. This is the Spoiler Heavy Podcast, part one. Part one. I'm John. Part Jake. Two. Layla. Ryan. <laughs> Milo. That's Milo's voice. Ryan turned into a pterodactyl while we were on break. That's fine. We'll work on it. We, as a collective group, went to Nashville today. To see a movie that's on limited release, ladies and gentlemen, the spoiler-heavy movie of the week, Grand Budapest Hotel. There Whoa. it is. Directed by the one and only Wes Anderson. Uh, wow. That's not part of every spoiler. We should take that again. Take that again. <laughs> take out. The spoiler-heavy movie of the week. See how it just time travel there? <laughs> Grand Budapest Hotel. Directed by the one and only... Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. So, Wes Anderson. this movie, um, what, what's it about? What's it about? It's about <clears throat> Ralph Fiennes. It is. He is a concierge at the Grand Budapest Hotel. It's basically his life. Yeah. Well, Not his life, the story of how he came to inherit the Grand Budapest Hotel. Not, well, how he, not how he did. It's not about him. Whoa. The movie oh, is actually I mean, about... It's about Zero. It's about Zero. zero. Yep. Zero is the main So Zero is, uh, I don't know what the dude's name is from the movie, but it's about <laughs> him. He was the bellboy? The bellboy? The lobby boy? Yeah, the lobby boy. It's about how he came to own the hotel and... Don't spoil it. You don't want to know how this ends, really? No! no. Yeah, he dies. Everybody he dies. dies. Everybody <laughs> dies. Everybody? No, okay, not everybody dies. Everybody but dies. Because there's a lot of people. There are a lot Ralph of people. Ralph Fiennes dies. What yeah, else am I missing? No, everybody does die. Uh, Ralph Jeff Di- Goldblum Ralph dies. Ralph Fiennes dies. Jeff Goldblum dies. Bill Murray survives. Bill, Bill Murray, Murray survives. Edward lives. Norton lives. Oh. What is the main spoiler for this movie? Um, he, uh, I guess Zero was the lobby boy. Yep. Ralph Fiennes gets accused of killing someone. Mm-hmm. They go on a wild goose chase. It turns out the person that was murdered left the hotel to Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes leaves it to Zero when he dies. Ralph Fiennes is dead. That's how Zero got the Grand Budapest Hotel. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, Grand Budapest Hotel spoiled. Spoiled. Not thoroughly, though. What am I missing? Let's go to the, the details. We'll do that. Well, I mean, we're going to talk about the movie, which I've been waiting to get to this part all day. I freaking love this movie. Yeah. It's it's so awesome, because uh, I've been watching Wes Anderson movies for a while now. I've seen them all, and it, all his movies, to me, progressively, have gotten more and more elaborate, and, death, and grand, yeah. and... Grand Budapest. Grand Bu- <laughs> that's why I put it in there. Yep. So... It's full circle. It's a... Full circle thing. Um, the, God, the, the sets were just so elaborate. Yeah. Um, there was just so much visual stimulus. And I was just excited since I've been waiting for this movie. I've been 
excited to see the aspect ratio, which has been rumored over and over again. The use of it. <laughs> but no, well, for, maybe it is lame. But I like it because the, well, there was a big deal because the Catching Fire Blu-ray just came out, and in that, the aspect ratio changes at the turning point of that movie, which we're not going to spoil. Well, because, because they filmed things in what? They just filmed things in what? Like no, one was well, they IMAX? used an IMAX camera, yeah. and then the other parts were like regular. So it does, like, the whole, like, if you see Batman and IMAX, you see, like, the big But landscape. not like that. Like, how it switches back and forth. There's, like, one part where, like, the letterbox actually slowly pans out. Yeah. It's a really weird effect. But with this one, there was, like, different aspect ratios for the time that you were in relatively in the story. I don't care if you're not excited. I was excited about that. It was pretty cool. Um... I forgot my train of thought here. I was more excited about just the cohesiveness of the story. Mm-hmm. Yes! It was... It, it was, what, a story? Within a story, within a story. Yeah. Right? So, a little bit of the prestige going on. <laughs> but Anderson it was so prestige. easy to follow. I, just feel like, yeah, I feel like Wes Anderson has gotten better at just being able to um, successfully tell the story instead of it just being relying on just like the novelty of it being obscurely just the obscurity i agree i totally agree i mean like moonrise kingdom Mm -hmm. when i saw that i was just i was just already floored because Mm -hmm. maybe like royal tenenbaums had a pretty big cast yeah life aquatic it, it was his normal people yeah novelty Darjeeling Limited, not big, really. No. Ninety minutes, good movie, movie. not a big cast. Moonrise Kingdom. Okay, well, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Don't skip over Fantastic Mr. Fox. That 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 is a sleeper hit. It is a sleeper hit. I agree. We're talking about. Let's just stay in the live action. (laughs) Moonrise Kingdom was huge. No. No, no, I'm talking in scale of his movies, like. Bruce Willis got added in. Uh, Tilda yeah. Swinton. All these people. And I was like, this is just so I was, much. I was shocked when I saw Bruce Willis in that. It was, it's huge. And then Edward Norton. It's uh, huge. Yeah. So when Grand Budapest came, I was like, he went even bigger this time. Mm-hmm. And now he's got Ralph Fiennes. He's got all these people in it. He's got, uh, well. Yeah, but didn't he have just as many big names in Fantastic Mr. Fox and The Life Well, apparently Aquatic. we can't do stop motion. We'll fucking talk about. I, Fantastic Mr. Fox was probably up to. They what, had I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna spoil my 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 view of this. This I loved Grand Budapest Hotel. Hotel. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think fantastic that Mr. Fox. <laughs> Grand Budapest and Fantastic Mr. Fox are two of Wes Anderson's masterpieces. Wow. I think. Wow. I think, I think to myself, Darjeeling Limited, great movie. That's yeah. one of my favorites. Just out of just any movie, um, very subtle symbolism in that movie, like the yeah, ending. I mean, when they drop their baggage and they also drop their suitcases. Oh, is oh. very <laughs> subtle. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, Life Aquatic is novelty for me. Yeah, just growing up, that's my favorite. Royal Tenenbaums was just like well, a shock into the into the limelight for him. I think that's what kind of is the charm of a Wes Anderson movie, is to see like. When you see a movie like this, there's still a little bit of his novelty, but more masterful storytelling. Yeah. I feel like he's fo- he's found he found the balance between just doing like being obscure and executing and, the obscure. and actually making a, like a because story. with the reason why I say they're his masterpieces is because 
he tends to go heavy on obscurity. Like, when he, mm. with Royal Tenenbaums, like, the tennis playing, and, like, you know, like, that life, and making the tent where she feels, like, you know, she's, like, she's only safe in the tent, and all that stuff. It, that, that, it's, like, it's just, like, it's the different kind of lifestyle, the rich lifestyle that they have. Like, Life Aquatic, they have their, like, they're all, you know, mm-hmm. they're the artistic um, animal adventures, you know, they're mm-hmm. making documentaries. It's, like, they, they lived within the realm of reality. Fantastic Mr. Fox and Grand Budapest are two movies that I feel are just uh, that are completely engulfed in his fictitious yeah. um, fantasy. That he's allowed to do what he does best, which is being obscure without seeing seeming unrealistic. I see. I see what you're saying because yeah. it's totally taken out like, of. You're not what real like because yeah. the Royal Ten Bombs is obviously in New York. They reference New York places. It's a time in New York. You know, when you say that now, it, it does make it, yeah. it, do, it makes the Grand Budapest Hotel, like, I really appreciate it. Because it's in a fictitious place. Somewhat. I mean, you kind of relatively think but, it's, like but it's Germany, but... Right, you get that idea, but it's not Germany. It's, yeah, like, it's it, the Gotham <laughs> to Chicago, or New York, whatever you want to freaking yeah. identify Or Pittsburgh. With. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, wow. Steelers. No, I really, I really like that. I really like that. I didn't even think about that. But I, I remember when, when the first scrolls came up, and you see the, the zigzag, yeah. which is supposed to be, like, what, Nazis? The, yeah. I think it's it's supposed to be, even like, sooner, like, like World War I. World I, War I. Like, I like that. I like that it was, like, a fake thing that I couldn't, I couldn't really, that's my dog drinking water. <laughs> I'm not peeing. Um, <laughs> I like that I could identify with an organization like that, but not know that organization. Yeah, like, it was, Does like, that make sense? It was, like... Almost like throwing the stormtroopers out in front of you without like just saying like they're Nazis. Thank you know you. what I mean? Thank you. That, like, it, they were they they hit the symbolism of a bad guy without you telling without him having to tell you. They did, they this did, is a bad. They guy. did the traditional men in man in black with the creepy goon with the rings on his fingers, yes. cracking his knuckles in the corner. We're not saying men in black Will Smith. We're saying the man in black. <laughs> man in black, the was, bad guy. Yeah, it was the, the evil foe. black guy. Well, yeah, I mean, Are you Adrian, Adrian Brody. Brody and the, like, you're talking about Adrian Brody. Brody. Okay, yeah. Speaking of the man in black, Adrian Brody and Willem Dafoe as bad guys. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> these guys, I, every time I watch a movie, I, I can really like pull myself from a really good movie if I really, really, really hate the bad guy. Yeah. Like, Willem Dafoe... Another comparison to Fantastic Mr. Fox. He, his character is pretty much the rat yes. from Fantastic Mr. Yes. Fox. He's Except the goon. he's not French. Except he's not French. <laughs> he's just Zen. He's, he's not snapping his fingers. Well, yeah, you know, I like mean, a little more snapping. Uh, this movie would be probably a ten out of ten yeah. for me. That, that definitely would <laughs> it's, it's, it's what's holding it back. It would not hurt anything. But yeah, his his character in this was so awesome with his like rip away like flask. <laughs> I and love his that gun. It, it, again, it's a, another Wes Anderson detail that he always adds to every character. These little nuances. When when he he pulls open his jacket, there's a flask of whiskey and a gun, and it seems like the jacket has like about ten buttons, just solely for this yeah, pocket that's it. to be secure, which is awesome. <laughs> like it's just incredible. I don't think Calvin Klein would have ever designed something like this ever, because there's no fashion sense for it ever. Um, I think something that also added to them being such bad guys, which which is also in another character in the whole movie itself, and, and I've already mentioned this, is the vulgarity mm-hmm. oh, yeah. in Grand Budapest. <laughs> uh, the amount of, of cursing... 
I was expecting it. Visual just gore. And and, just, I, and I'm saying gore like okay, gore you got like slasher movies, people. The worst I've ever out. seen, like Wes Anderson go, was when the intern gets stabbed in uh on the boat when the pirates get on the yes. boat. Yes. In Life Aquatic. In yes. Life Aquatic. Yes. Yeah. And I, they even shoot guns there, but there's no blood. There's yeah. just a lot of shooting. Well, there's on. the blood well, when the, the yeah. intern gets it. Yeah, well, but but there was nothing like Grand Budapest. No. There's no fingers no. getting pulled off. It's getting chopped off in a door. Yeah, which was totally unexpected. There's no decapitated heads getting pulled out of baskets. And there's no um, abstract line drawings of two older females fingering. Oh. <laughs> Love making. Fingering each other. Love making. And, I, I mean, I was almost shocked when they first showed Ralph Fiennes and they were trying to give him the exposition of his life in the hotel. Oh, he's, like, doing and, all the old people? And it was about, like, a six-year-old woman with bare breasts. Oh, when she's like sitting in the bed oh, with him. Yeah. Was, yeah. I, and then one was blowing him. And then, and then I, like the next yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> like, and, you're just, and I heard you in the theaters go, oh my god. <laughs> I, I out loud was like, oh my god. What, this is not Moonrise Kingdom, thank god. Because if that was in Moonrise Kingdom, we'd probably be in jail. I probably have to, say, I probably have to give Moonrise Kingdom another chance. Like, I watched it, and I thought it was great. I think it's cute. It was just see. It's a cutesy little like it's got the kid wild like imagination. Kid, it was like, yeah, it was like a, on. it was like that kid like mindset like when you were like ever a kid like we all probably weren't like the Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts. We did all that. I stuff. was not. I not. But I wish I, I was. <laughs> so you guys are trying to relive that now. I am vicariously through us. I'm vicariously. I got that. I was just like ten, fifteen years <laughs> ago you. when I was like crying because I didn't want to go away on the camping trip. You know, it could have been me loving life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, yeah, but, like, it was just, like, that really novelty, like, we could run away together kind of movie, which I liked a lot, but I just, I didn't, I didn't think it was, like, as good as his other Wes Anderson. But, like, then again, like, the shooting of it was done excellent. It yeah. was, it was, like, Are we I feel like. back on Grand Budapest? But I was going back to Grand oh, Budapest, okay. because Grand Budapest is just filmed, like, delightfully. I, it yeah. really <laughs> is. It really is. And I want to say. Because there, there's a there's a little short that's on Vimeo right now that C- Criterion Collection made, where it's a bunch of clips from Wes Anderson movies, uh, you know, oh, yeah. showing the deliberate centering of his shots. And I love that. Which he does. He does that a lot. He does oh, yeah. it a lot. He does a lot of all, same shots, same left, right pan, up, down pan. Yeah. Not a lot of loose stuff. But what I noticed in this movie is that changed a little bit. Instead of a lot of one shots, there was a lot of two shots, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of shots where it was a free, an actual steady cam shot, and not just like his rigid. Do you know yeah. what I'm trying to say? But they, but they also did a cartoonish one. Like, like they, he went up to the like the zero was was at the uh, prison, and he they knock he knocks and uh, they hear all like the weird like funny like. Like, you know, Monty Python, the person's, like, running around the gate trying to open it, and then all of a sudden the small door, and he pans to the door. Yes. That was, like, famous, yeah. like, you know, like, kind <laughs> yes. of animated. Oh, no, of it, it still has his, it's still there, but, but that it's was very, like, it's a little looser, and it felt yeah. grittier. Yeah, right, it wasn't, or? but it wasn't, like, like, Life Aquatic, where it was, you know, like, they were doing a little bit more, like, follow cam, like, outside the boat, yeah. following through places. That's true. It wasn't like that, it was, like, sharp, sharp pan. I want to say. Like, humorous, it was just. It has been noted, though, with, he had a, he had a really hard hard time filming Life Aquatic simply because of the boat. Mm-hmm. Was it, it was hard for him to keep it obviously steady because a boat's not steady. So that's why. But, but then uh, they also had the cutaway boat, which was awesome. Yeah, That was in... Well, the cutaway boat was incredible. 
I mean, the hotel itself. Yeah. The actual shots of the hotel, I mean, it's no fucking surprise to anybody. It's not real. You, you're not going to go to Germany and find a hotel that <laughs> looks like the Grand Budapest Hotel. It's on miniature scale. Yeah. But it looks epic and grand. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Uh, the first time I saw pictures of it and seeing it in the in the film being used as an actual set, uh, it... it you almost forget that it's a miniature yeah. because it's so seamless. And then the interior shots reflect the outside of what the hotel looks like, that it seems like so real mm-hmm. that I constantly tell myself, all of this is fake. <laughs> like for, for all I know, the actual hotel they were filming in on the outside probably looked like a holiday inn. Yeah. Probably not, because a Holiday Inn's not going to have the grand staircase. What I, what I like about like, Wes Anderson movies is he does like location shots. He, 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 he immerses everything in, like, really? in his does. details. He does. Like, mm-hmm. Darjeeling Limited, he goes all out with just like creating this ambiance of the train ride, of like everything, is just... It, it, the set design is more important to him than the, like, than the, the plot, almost. Even the... In this one... I mean, it's like almost. I feel like every asset of the hotel was touched. Like in the parts where Zero and Ralph Fiennes are within staff area, like staff only section. Oh yeah. Like every cupboard, every pipe, all the signs. I feel like he had his hand on mm-hmm. and said, "I want this there for whatever reason." Because there's so much to look at, and like with every Wes Anderson movie, you can stop and look at any frame. And it looks like, like you can pick a hundred things out of it. It's like a, it's almost like an yeah, eye spy. He, he just does so much, right? Like, it's so detailed. Everything is detail oriented in that whole, like that, like in his whole series, his catalog of everything he's done is just it details. Yes. Life Aquatic. There's, it's, it's, ah! it's a movie based upon just like the amount of like obscure things going on in the background mm-hmm. and just like the fly. It, yeah, like everything, just like the lights going out. Little everything things. is like the, like the plot is going on in front of you, but your eyes are being drawn away yeah. from where the camera's trying to get you to look at. Like that's that's what he he does best. What did you guys think of? Um, wow, save <laughs> spoiler. Um, spoiler, John just saved his beer. <laughs> what What did you guys think of the characters? <laughs> For me, I I'm just gonna just preface this and just start this. I thought. The characters were just so unique in their own sense. Of course, yeah. Like, I couldn't get over how unique each one was to the point, like, I almost could guess what they were going to say. Like, I felt like I really knew the character. Like, I knew what Ralph Fiennes was going to do when he was in jail. I knew how, like, Zero was going to act when, like, Ralph was gone. You know what I'm saying? Well, Zero, his character really progressed throughout the movie, though, didn't it? It was funny, like when like when like Zero's character like is getting jealous of Ralph Fiennes when he's like interviewing. I love that. Yeah, I love that. That's something it's that I love. Flirting with him. <laughs> yeah, right. The <laughs> line. Like, yeah. It was almost like an inside joke to the movie, but it was something that I felt was like it was natural. It wasn't like a, a forced joke. Speaking mm-hmm. of details, what was really cool was the foreshadowing of the his, his smell lingering with the perfume. When they how they brought back the perfume just so that on the train car they could the investigator could find out that Ralph Fiennes had been in that train car at the end. Uh-huh. He's like, I didn't even think about that. Oh, he's, yeah. he smells. Like I didn't great. even. Think I about noticed that. that, and I was like, yeah. aha! This is like this was like it was worth that foreshadow because in the beginning they do like a really off color with this like like you know or not off color just like a off the cuff like 
Like, this rich guy can still smell him in the elevator after mm-hmm. he leaves for, like, five minutes. You know I didn't I mean? even think about then, that. Like, ra- like, the reason why they could... There they, was a they, huge emphasis that was Nedja, yeah. like, even when... He, I was even like, before that, when they I, first get together, he's I was like, literally just about to go home. Exactly. Good job, Liz Anderson. Good job. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much. I love I was, that. I, that. That was awesome. I love that now. I almost want to, like, when the movie comes out, like, take all the references to the, per- the cologne. Exactly. In... It, even now, like putting an emphasis on the cologne, it's almost like it was also the sign for Zero when he re- when he redeems and gets uh, Ralph Fiennes back, and yeah. Ralph gives him the cologne to spray mm-hmm. on himself. himself yeah. And he even has that like, I can like it, yeah. it's almost like he went from lobby boy to the concierge, which like is basically a rite of passage. which is basically what the whole movie is about is how he became a concierge for the hotel, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So that wow, right. This is the well, Ryan. Thanks, thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> yeah, you Bye won. Guys. <laughs> you won the game. The only thing that I was disappointed about the movie, the only thing that disappointed me about this whole entire movie was, I was ho- kind of hoping for a life aquatic moment when they see the shark, where you're like on the verge of tears. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I was hoping. I was that waiting they were for that, that, or or his standard what what he does in every movie is the big at the end um, ensemble shot. Where every character yeah. is in some kind of shot. Like in the submarine. Right, right. Royal Tenenbaums are at the wedding, and it's everybody that was part of it was there in the thing. Yeah. Mm. But they kind of did that when they were reviewing the uh, the will, that, the second will that they found. Spoiler. Oh, oh that's true. They did an ensemble Damn. show. Double spoiler, dude. Ryan Double two. Spoiler. I hope you listen to the whole thing. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in the, I'm in the description. But like, I was thinking because they like, I, as soon as they she said that like, or he said that he was crying based on his the idea of his wife passing mm-hmm. is like, or that his like his love like Abigail was it is her name Abigail? It started with an A. With an A, yeah, it was an A because they made that joke. Agatha? Z to A. That's the girl. Really Zero's girl. But yeah, like it was really cute when they get like the Z two A. That was really cute. But like I thought that they were gonna kill her. Technical difficulties. I thought they were gonna kill her in the movie. Yeah, like they kill were gonna, like it was. I thought her head was gonna get chopped and put Agatha's. In yeah, which I think. That, oh, yeah. I, I, I was. Though, I was I sold. Yeah. I, I was I freaking sold. I oh my god! Hang on one second. I We're wanted crazy. To, I wanted there to be like a moment where Zero was like heartbroken. Well, see, the thing is, like young Zero. I feel like they they wanted us to think that when the head was in the box, and then when she was oh, hanging off the god, balcony, yeah. like you know, she would die at I any moment. I was sold hard. Yeah, I was like, they're about to show her head. Yeah, but I almost feel like I needed that kind of cathartic well, moment. Well, I'll tell you I, what. Not that like that I was disappointed with the movie in general, but I think that there, it could yeah. have been a takeoff for that cathartic. This, like, this yeah. might have been. A oh my missed, god! Like that sucks so bad. This might have been a miscue for Wes because for me, when they first started talking about the boy with the apple. Mm-hmm. I felt like that could have been the shark. They could have just not shown it. They could have yeah. stole it. And they could have been, like, at the end when they realize... So, like, only the characters in the movie are seeing the picture? Or, like... They were not? Here, here's here's, here's what, a really cool thing that they could have done was, like, Ralph... Only Ralph steals the painting. He knows the painting. Zero never knows the painting. Zero's the one that discovers the second part of the will... And he opens up the thing, and then he finally sees what the boy of the apple was. It could okay. be totally anticlimactic, or it could be a really awesome painting. But, like, they, like, make a big deal out but of it. But it's, like, the ending of, like, ah, that's what this whole movie's been about. They've been trying to get this back. 
And it's not really about the painting anymore at that point. It almost seems like the painting's insignificant. It's all about that second part of the will. Yeah. Which is, which is in, in essence, the most important part of the movie because that's what eventually gave Ralph Fiennes the Grand Budapest. But, mm-hmm. but then again, like, they did a lot of, like, like, the movie was still thrilling. It really, oh, I mean, I'm not saying the movie yeah. sucked. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to get it on Blu-ray, Laserdisc, VHS, Criterion. special editions. Uh, Criterion's getting an email from me today <laughs> saying, please send me a copy as soon as it's available. As soon as. You know. Um, my dog's trying to bite my arm. What I like, I like the idea of what you didn't like. I like this. What didn't you like? Anybody else? I wish there was more Bill Murray. What didn't you like? <laughs> <laughs> Layla, what didn't you like? I, you know what? Now that you said that, though, I did love, I love, love, love the Cross Key Society. That was funny. Yeah, that was great. I love the hell out of it. And I, maybe, I don't know if he's done it in a lot of movies, but I felt like he did a lot of repetition jokes. A lot of repetition gags in this. Yeah, he did. Like, it was very, yeah. like... Are you blah, blah, blah? Like, when he yeah. was um, trying to trace uh, where uh, Serge, Serge was. Are you Monsieur Gustave? Yeah, when, when they're trying to get up the Are you Monsieur yeah. Gustave? Are, Are you Monsieur Gustave? Yeah. Stop oh, bloody asking me if I'm Monsieur right. Gustave. Yeah. And then the cross keys. Where they did the same. Here, take over. Here, take over. Here, take over. Yeah. Here, take over. I felt like that was... I love that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in other movies, I would have been like, oh, I fucking get it god damn <laughs> but this one you're just like i want to know who the next person they're gonna be right, because it's like yeah. so interesting and it's so it's such like a wes anderson thing for to have a structure that is so rigid uh-huh. that i was just like i love this oh yeah please please who's he, who's he gonna call who's, who's, he gonna who's the call? next one who's the next one come on oh uh, i mean that was one of my gripes like, though, just, i wish there were the more one? surprise cross key uh society yeah. members let's spoil the shit out of that um <laughs> bill murray well, Ralph Fine is part of this cross key society, which is, I guess, just high speed concierges from hotels across the world. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray's one, and all these other no name actors are one. And they all team <laughs> up together. The one seat guy that was in the Gap ad, he was one. Okay. <laughs> he, I think uh, one of them was Eric Anderson. I want to say Wes Anderson's brother was one Eric of them. Eric Anderson was the bald headed guy. I might be wrong on that. So was that his brother? We're going to have to double check IMDb. Was that the dude giving I'm the CPR? Looking at him. Who was the guy who was in, um, what else was he in? He was in Lost, and he was, uh, the... John Locke, Primal Fear. No, not John Locke. <laughs> no. He was, the, he was the guy who did, like, the radio. He, like, worked the radios and went insane. Oh, fuck, man. You I know what I mean? And he, he, like, he was the first guy to get the bloody nose and die. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've, I've, I've not it? seen Lost enough to know. He, I'm, I'm going towards John, because I know you just recently watched it. And I think he was like... Fuck. He was the one, like, he was one of the, like, the ones you're like, I didn't expect him to be one of them. Because well, he's never been in a Quest Anderson movie in my life. We're going to spoil this. We're going to spoil that in the next podcast. What, what, what else did, did we not like? Anything? Um, this is like a this is a big I mean this is a good movie too because uh, we're all gonna be like loving it because it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be something you didn't like. Maybe the lack of retro rock bands, <laughs> acoustic indie stuff, or no like Portuguese mm-hmm. like like no <laughs> there's no David <laughs> Bowie in Portuguese. It's <laughs> always a big one for me that I I, I of course I judge so uh, that brings it down to an eight out of ten for me. 
Um, it doesn't say Eric Anderson was in... So it wasn't his brother, so that's good. <laughs> that's ruled out. But he was in like five other of his movies, so... Are you on Grand Request right now? Mm-hmm. Is no. there anything that you didn't like? No, but there was something that I did want to bring up, but I don't know how to. Like, just um, how he focuses on like the weird relationships in society, like... Like the cougar type thing that yeah. uh, Ralph mm. Fiennes had with the old ladies—that was weird. Yeah, I'll be honest. Now. Which he does too in um, like Royal Tenenbaums with the brother sister thing, like just like yeah. what do you what do you call those? And like the things? Things? Like, like, girl like taboo and, uh, kind yeah. of yeah. taboo yeah. In relationships. Wilson. And then there's something about those lobby boys. <laughs> 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 you were giggling. The first lobby boy had Layla rolling. No, because they were in the elevator, and then no, it was the elevator guy I was laughing at because he was like really like lanky and like yeah. so spoiled. 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 Like when he was like going up, he was like half mass. He was like because like he, like when you get in the like they first get into it and like I, like he's really like weird. he's like kind of like just like he's playing a game. He's like trying to get the speed right. Yeah, and he's like really concentrated. But like when they get into like the like later on, they get back into the, like the elevator, and he just goes. Just right down. Yeah. Well, I think that was a different person, wasn't it? No, it was the same guy. Was well, it? Are you sure? I'm sure. I think yeah. it was a different elevator mechanic. I'm sure because no. I've seen this movie a billion times now. Well, <laughs> spoiler alert! I'm pretty alert. sure we just saw it all together. Spoiler alert! Today, alert for the first time. The first time. <laughs> um, did we even reference that Jude Law was in this movie? No, we have not. Jude all. Law's in the movie. Spoiler. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, he's. It's Jude Law is kind well, of uh, like we didn't really premise the movie like what the like how the movie's told. Wait, so okay, what's we'll okay? Can I ask this is a little ass backwards. What's up? Is Jude Law the guy that wrote the book? Yes, he's on, the author. Okay, yeah. Okay. So and then who is that? His daughter? That is he the no, guy that the statue else. is made of, or is that for zero? What's it? No, that's the him. one that everybody that's the is. That's got to be the author. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the movie opens with uh, with an author. Um, well, okay, it starts with actually a punk kid outside of a cemetery. Mm-hmm. Another punk kid comes in. I'm saying punks, right? Because they look like punks. Well, punk they got, kid. They got patches on. <laughs> they probably listen to the new Rancid album. They really love Time Bomb, but Operation Ivy was much better because these are hipsters. I'm lost. Um, <laughs> they come in there. There's a statue of a guy. Uh, this girl puts a key on the statue, pulls out a book. It says the Grand Budapest Hotel, which is, I thought was a great touch. She flips it over. On the back is a picture of an old dude. Flip to the old dude, who's the author of the book. He starts telling a story about the Grand Budapest Hotel. Flashback, which is why this is all story in a story. And <laughs> Jude Law, no, before the where flashback. he's young. Before the flashback. The little kid! The little kid that the shoots him is hysterical. <laughs> oh, yeah. Geez. So, this guy gets shot by his grandson. He's like, he's, he's premising the movie. He's like, he's talking about, he's, he's, he's old, and he started talking about how he had at once stayed at this Grand Budapest Hotel. Hotel, I keep saying motel. But, um, <laughs> this, and all of a sudden you hear a door open, and he goes, Don't you do it! <laughs> and the kid, and it pans over, and this kid with this, like, like this it's like old, a BB gun. Like a BB gun Luger kind of like old yeah. German just gun. Shoots just grandpa. shoots him and he goes, you son, just get out of here, get out of here. And then it pans back to him. It was hysterical. And then the kid yeah. apologizes. And then right before <laughs> he comes <laughs> over, puts his hand on grandpa, and he's there as the movie fades into him <laughs> as a younger, back in the day as yeah. a young man. As Jude Law. And Jude Law plays him as a younger man. And then the story, the, the book that he wrote is basically Jude Law talking to an older Zero and Zero tells him about how he came to own the hotel. And that's the story of Grand Budapest Hotel. 
Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, just to go back, because I just looked it up on the film, uh, on IMDb. The guy I was talking about from Lost was also in Short Circuit. He w- he played Johnny Five's left eye. He played Johnny Five's creator. Oh! oh Johnny Five? Johnny Five alive. With a really bad accent. Another movie I haven't seen. He won one Oscar. <clears throat> Anyways. He's nominated for five Oscars. Mm. Just but- from that? Oh, probably, yeah, obviously from Short Circuit. You know what's weird about this movie, too, for me, because I I already went into it thinking about it, was, with every Wes Anderson movie, father figure, father figure, father figure. I felt like Ralph Fiennes was an actual father figure to Zero in this one, where in, like, other movies there's always a lack of a father figure, no? Or just a bad, like, a horribly, like, qualified to be a father. Is Ralph Fiennes horribly qualified? I thought he was kind of decent. He was a good example. Aside good from example. escaping jail. <laughs> he set a good example. Right. Because he wanted professionalism. Right. Isn't but if that you're like... good at, like, Zisu, like, being, like, respectable at all, no, he was, like, looking for respect. He was a kid himself. Right. Yeah. You got, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, George Clooney kind of doesn't care about his own son, he's worried about success in others. Mm-hmm. He wants to, yeah, he wants to right. get back into doing something. And then, like, all the other movies, it's almost like an absent father figure. I mean, Darjeeling Limited, you, you, we don't even need to hit that. Like, yeah. It's just... Not there. I felt well, like Ralph Fiennes was an actual father figure. No, Do you no, think no, he's breaking that? Darjeeling Limited, he would, they were all dealing with the grief of losing a father. Right, well, it's like... And never, ha- and never having a mother. But In the war. But Ralph Fiennes... Like, but that wasn't even revealed until the end. And I felt like Ralph Fiennes... Spoiler alert. God, we're just spoiling the fuck out of the movie. <laughs> I, I felt like Ralph Fiennes played a great father figure. No? Great. Yeah. Agree this? Agree. I, would, I, I thought, agree. Uh, I guess. I took it as like a mentor, best friend type thing. But you also have to take into consideration like um, Zero taught him to be a better, like to be the quality of like father figure. Yeah. Human, which was like, he's, he didn't create a perfect father figure. He showed you that he was good because he could under, he was not um, immune to being a bad person. Because, like, when he starts talking about Zero about, like, it's like, oh, well, you should never have, like, migrated from your country because yeah. you're just an immigrant because you, you're you not willing to do that things, That part right? kind of irked me a little bit. And then, like, and then Zero it, opens was up. Was it supposed to get under your skin when, he, when that oh, happened? Oh, yeah. Because it, it got under my skin. Because you're supposed to, well, yeah, because he's being ungrateful because he wanted him to bring champagne. <laughs> so when he bro- bro- when he breaks him out, he immediately wants champagne. Mm. So... Which obviously doesn't sound like he's a good father. <laughs> he was a good father, guys. He was a good father. He wanted tons of alcohol to celebrate. That's his, fine. His, we yeah. all we all need a little. Excitement. Everybody makes mistakes. But then, but fathers. then he immediately like is sorrowful and he is immediately regretful and he immediately apologizes. Like he like can, he admits his defeat. Like he learned and it admits to, it admits his like to own up. Yeah, he owns up to his his mistakes. Anything else? I felt like you had more to say. No, not on the father figure stuff. Well, I, I'm not anything. But, um, I like his, well, I always like his use of, like, color. Oh, the color palette in this was yeah. extremely um, lush. I like how, yeah, I like how he used, like, the pink for, like, and goldish, when it was, like, the golden age of the Grand Budapest mm-hmm. Hotel, and then when it was more, like, when it run was down. old and wow. run down, it was orange and seventies yeah. and, and like tacky. poopy. Yeah, yeah, I really did like how they did that. And, you, and, and the scene where Ralph Fiennes gets shot and killed, they did in black and white, mm-hmm. and not in color. 
almost as it was like a faded memory of just like a lost like oh in the train car wow that it was like that it was like all right this is like this this is something that happened and I'm not happy about it and there's no like so it's like a faded detail because he because he zero is telling the story it's it's more of like it's it, not an embellished like yeah memory. that's not necessarily like a faded memory it's just like non embellished because this is just what happened because like a faded it wouldn't be a faded memory for this guy because that was his mentor but yeah I see, I see what you're saying this is like this is just how it happened it was tragic so <laughs> as you said that I'm thinking when spoiler I, alert just spoiled, <laughs> spoiled. I gotta get a, I gotta get like a button that's just like spoil um message spoiled our easy um, button and if we ever video this like a fucking spoiler like will pop <laughs> on the screen um we'll get there Eventually, cars with spoilers. That's what I'm saying. No, that's what I. That's what I meant. Was like a big fat racing spoiler. Yeah. Um. No car involved. Just a spoiler. Just touching back on like the detail. Things like the elevator. That's you, there were signs that were yeah. like, in case of emergency, don't use the elevator. Like, and it's obvious that it was placed there for a reason, mm-hmm. and it wasn't because it tells story, but just because it makes it look more real. Mm-hmm. It looks more realistic. Mm-hmm. To, Color palette. That was good. Yeah. Do you have anything else? Because you no, spoke 2% of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't know. It'll come to me. But Yeah, next week we're not going to be talking about Grand Budapest at all. You can do... You can do all uh, right, stop putting me on do, the spot, man. I, can, I think you can do, like, cool, like, like look back. Like, this is what we got wrong. Kind of things. Like, so, corrections? Like, yeah, corrections. You know, like, on, like, the end of, like... like fact um, checks and stuff? Yeah, like, on the end of what... So that'll be a new segment on the next one. I think on the ESPN channel. Yeah. Where they go, you guys missed out oh, this. Oh, like, Mike and Mike does that. Well, no. No, it's, um... The one where they, like, do, like... The, around the horn? Around... No, it's... It's the two dudes, but Welcome I Welcome to ESPN up. Heavy. It is, maybe it is around there. It's it's an ESPN show. <laughs> Guys, I love the Grand Budapest Hotel. It was awesome. Go see it. If you haven't seen it and you're listening to this, you're an idiot. It's a good... Because <laughs> now you don't need to way. fucking see it, but you should see it. Um, it's not even like we just spoiled it like on the surface. <laughs> we spoiled like every detail of this. Every, <laughs> it, like, if, you, if you haven't seen the movie, you're, you're done. You're going to be looking for these moments that were talked about. You, you failed yourself we, as a person. As a human being, you're done. Um, As a guest, I think that we we thoroughly <laughs> spoiled this on your first podcast. We thoroughly spoiled. The movie. Well, this is what I want the, the the show to be about. Is pretty much we don't need to worry about spoiling anything. It's spoiler heavy. We're gonna rock it. Okay. Um, I mean, unless people think that this is a show about race cars and spoilers, I mean, that's what. Well, that's gonna be my next podcast. <laughs> it's gonna be West Coast spoiler heavy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. If you did see it, see it again. Final thoughts. I'll start. Take it away. Uh, I love this movie. Jake, take it. That's it? That was it. I've been talking all damn podcast. Okay. Um, I love this movie. Ryan, go. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to cop out and just say I love the movie. Uh, no, I, I like how... You know, he's he's kept the same, like, kind of shots throughout his movies, with the exception of, like, his earlier movies. Um, and it's, 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 it's nice when he introduces new actors to his movies, 
but it still keeps the same old ones. That's all I got. But yeah, they even had like Owen Wilson in there for like a second. Yeah. Minute. He was in there, right? Yeah. He, like, was, yeah, he was like a shitty. Well, he was the concierge. Yeah, he was a shitty. He was just take, he was taken over while they were. I like Jason Schwartzman's hair. Ah. Uh, that, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. I just throw that. That's my final thought. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my final thought, because we're on me, right? Or is it Layla? Is my Wait. phone going off? Here, you, Layla, you can I'm sorry if my phone vibrated like in this podcast. Right I'm so sorry. You just put that into like this big old updo. Does it look like a mushroom? It looks good. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I normally... <laughs> spoiler. She has a spoiler on her head. <laughs> it's aerodynamic. <laughs> Go ahead, Layla. Sorry. <laughs> it keeps you low to the ground. <laughs> um, I don't normally watch movies more than once. But I would definitely watch this in, within another, in a short period of time again. Yeah. <coughs> Veronica Mars. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, my final thoughts. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go back to what I said before. It's like I think that he got it perfect. I think this. Whoa. Perfect. perfect? Well, I think dude, for, perfect. For, <laughs> I mean, I, for me, it's nine out of ten. No, right? like I mean, I, yeah, I would if I would give it a rating, I would give it like probably like a nine out of ten because it's just I, I wish that they killed somebody, like <laughs> killed like a loved one, except for just you know, what Ralph Fiennes or whatever, Ray Fiennes, Ray Fiennes, Ralph. Right? They Rafe. did kill his loved one. Ralph. Is it, I think it's Ralph. It's Ralph. It is Ralph. It's Rafe. It's I just fact checked. It's Ralph. Look at the actor <laughs> studio. He'll, he'll explain. He spends like fifteen minutes talking about his name. Um, okay. Um. But uh, yeah, he. Um, but yeah, I think I think he, like, as far as like if you put like couple movies on pedestals, like you just like quality network. I think Fantastic Mr. Fox, Grand Budapest, Darjeeling Limited underneath, Life Aquatic. With that, I was gonna ask you guys to do this. So start again. Grand Budapest Hotel. Top. With Fantastic Mr. Fox, it's just so dual. It's like a tie thing. Yeah, because what? I think that he did. He he hit, he hit all cylinders on both movies. Wow, I think all he cylinders. he definitely he. It just didn't feel like he left you with any um, any not sure. Like you weren't sh- unsure about like your experience with the movie. You'd have to like quantify yourself saying like. It's like, oh, it was just kind of, like, really, like, edgy and kind of cool, like, with Life, life like, Life Aquatic. You, like, when you first see that, you're like, oh, it's hysterical. But it's not. You, like, the reason it's hysterical is because of all the obscurity. Of the it's thing, weird. Which right. you don't catch unless you watch it a billion times. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know, just Darjeeling Limited, you don't see as, as something as, like, as religious and, like, as, like, spiritual as, obviously, like, it talks about that and that they like try and it just but you don't realize how like good of like a brother movie aspect of it but I just feel like he just got it right and I was looking at like wants to eat <laughs> I want to thank my guests am I doing this right yeah I want to thank my guests Layla who's probably going to be a guest always I would I would I would bet money that she will be a guest again I want to thank my guest Ryan for coming down to New York you'll be leaving in two days unfortunately peace out homies Ryan kills me we might Skype you I'm John and my co-host Jake this is spoiler heavy podcast one it was brought to you by who was it brought to us by or brought to them by? Dos Equis. Oh, uh, that's. I just want to say any likenesses, similarities, all that stuff is merely coincidence. <laughs> Dos Equis. 
Shinerbach, Bud Light, Fox Searchlight Films. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's... HBO, <laughs> Game of Thrones, George R.R. R. Martin. You said coincidence? Apple, iPhones, <laughs> Twitter, at hashtag.com. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. We don't know what the movie is. We will get back to you on that There will probably be more structure. Go watch all the movies you can, because the next time, we're probably going to spoil the shit out of it. Fun, guys. We're having a good time. Oh, yeah.